Welcome to The Immigrant's Way with immigration attorney Margaret W. Wong. She came to America in 1969 and worked in various jobs while pursuing her education. After graduating from law school and being fired three or four times, she started her own law firm in 1977 with one desk and no secretary. In 40 years, she has built her immigration law practice into one of the top immigration law firms in the United States with offices in Cleveland, Columbus, New York City, Nashville, Chicago, Memphis, Raleigh, Atlanta, and Minneapolis. She is rated in U.S. News Best Law Firms, is rated AV preeminent, has three honorary Ph.D. degrees, is listed in Best Lawyers in the U.S. and Super Lawyers, and was an adjunct professor in immigration law. This podcast is her opportunity to help you achieve your American dream. She will be breaking down complex immigration law topics week by week. Follow her on social media at Margaret W. Wong and Associates for tips, news, and inspirational immigrant stories. Enjoy. Hey, my name is Margaret Wong, and today's topic is investment visa. As I said earlier, there are two types of investment visa. One is for the green card, which is the EB-5. Another type is what we call the E-2. Actually, there's another type, but we're still testing it. It's called the Entrepreneur Parole Program, where you can parole in, but that's not a green card. It's not even a non-immigrant. I mean, it's a non-immigrant, but it's really not something. I mean, it's just a parole. So for now, today's topic is E-2. So what is an E-2 visa? E-2 visa is a treaty visa that America signed with the country. Japan have E-2, Taiwan have E-2, Colombia have E-2. So there's a list. Where do you find that list? You can find it under USCIS.gov or USDHS, which is Department of Homeland Security.gov. All you say is, what are E-2 countries? There are two types of E-visa. One is E-1 and E-2. E-1 is substantial trade. So for example, I just worked on some cases with some Argentinians. Um, they have a lot of businesses in Argentina, uh, but they really do not want to invest in America. Or my case shows that they invested in some se- uh, serious uh, credit charge companies in China to buy their machine to be imported to America. So the machine, they pay the Chinese uh, company, but they they uh, they only have a lease in America using those machines to produce what they need to produce, credit cards, a toy or something like that. So those are E1 visa, not E2, because E2, you have to invest in America. There's really no minimum. In the olden days in Mexico, you can get it or get away with 25,000, 50,000, 60,000. Now in Mexico, they need 120, 150,000, maybe 100. The word is substantial. So what is substantial investment? That means that at least 95% of your investment should go into at least 51% of the investment. So for example, you'll want to invest in a restaurant. The restaurant is at least half a million. You're only buying 91%. You have to buy, it cannot be joint. It cannot be 50-50. Whoever buys 50-50 have to have the, you have to have control, which means that it should be 51. Uh, There's an exception to 50-50, but it makes the job more difficult. So I always advise people on 51. So 51% of the whole restaurant is at least 200 and let's assume 80,000. So substantial and um, marginality 
and source of funds have to apply to at least 95% of the 51%. So 95% of the 280,000, you should at least show some sort of risk capital. It has to be risk capital, substantial. So for example, I have 300 US dollars in my bank, all right? That includes selling my house, selling my store, uh, selling that's not enough because immigration wants to see aside from the investing in this business how are you surviving in america you need to rent a house you need to rent a car you need to support your children going to school because if they're e2 they can go to public school but if they're only on tourist visa they would go to private school because america doesn't want tourist visa to go to public school so these are all considerations on marginality substantiality um so we have to make sure we have enough money spent enough because a lot of times, for example, I'm going to buy a company car, but personally, my wife and I would drive it. Immigration may raise it. Is that a company car? Because it goes into the company investment of the 120, 150,000. Of course, we want that investment to be high to qualify. But on the other hand, if the family also drives it, it should be a family car. Otherwise, how does how does your wife drop the or you drop the kids to school? Uh, how do you go buy groceries? So these are all little things. But the most important thing on e-visa source of funds because America doesn't want all these mafia companies, these drug companies, is laundering, laundering uh, money and you know guns and stuff like that. So they really check your source of funds. All right. So we have cases where. A e-visa person already got the green card, but then he can sell his e-visa business to his brother or his family. And but then they do check the brother's money to see how did the money get the source of funds to buy even a family business, even though it's a brother, right? I could have given him the business. You can't do that. So that's an e-visa. So again, there's two types: is e1, e2. There's no definition of minimum, the definition of substantial. So what is substantial? It depends on the investing. I have some people, some who actually in, paid like half a million on a piece of land. They want to build a motel on it. So the total investment is three million. You don't need to invest all three million in cash. So you have to divide how much is the goodwill on the on the piece of property, how much is the building of the hotel, how much is building like the sixty rooms, sixty beds, how much are you going to do a gas station outside or just pure parking lot? So that's always always a business plan for the EV side. But if you invest all that money and could hire more than ten people, you might as well do a direct investing into EV five. So that's when you, these are cases you need a lawyer to really look at the plan for you and not just tell a lawyer, oh, I have this money, I, I want to invest it. Let the lawyer ma macro manage the case for you and see, should we do EB-5? Because EB-5 is a green card, but E-2 is only a non-immigrant visa, but E-2 is faster. E-2, it takes about three months, six months to get approval. EB-5 takes two and a half years. In the meantime, how are you going to stay in America? Or do you want to go home and wait for the visa and come back? We have cases where a Chinese parent, she came, she already invested in EB-5 program. She's worried each time she comes, she's worried about denied entry because she has a good tourist visa. Her son is going to private school here learning music because her son is an amazing pianist. So how could she go back and forth, back and forth, watch over the high school kid in the meantime, make sure she's not denied entry in the meantime, wait for the long line for the EB-5. So these are all, 
not simple questions, but that's what a lawyer like us do. It's not just to fill out a form to do EB-5 or fill out a form to do a family petition. It's planning the whole macro system to see how could we accomplish the client's wishes to accompany the child to go to a private school to pay more than $60,000 a year on tuition, paying $900,000 to wait in line for EB-5, but in the meantime, travel back and forth, back and forth and not be denied entry. Okay, my name is Margaret Wong, and I'm here to help you answer your immigration questions. So listen to us, follow us, whatever questions you have, call us and I'll try to respond. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Immigrant's Way. We hope it was helpful. Get in touch on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, or our website, imwong.com, and let us know if we can help you with your immigration needs. Until next time.